Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. No, no, no. Pass no. the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Thank you for loving me. Glenn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. The whole Glenn. world's thanking you. Stop. Thanking Glenn, us stop. for thanking you. Glenn. Kill the turkey. Glenn. Eat a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to take our pants off. Oh, I'm feeling so fat. Thank you for loving me. Glenn. Thank you for being there. Please. Thank you for loving me. Everyone's thanking. The whole Glenn. world's thanking you. Thanking stop. us for thanking you. Kill the turkey. Kill the turkey, yeah!
Good evening. And a pleasant Thanksgiving evening to you, wherever you may be. And welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's well-coiffed community radio station, CITR, your voice of UBC Hero 101.9 on your FM dial. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia. From Squamish to Bellingham. From somewhere deep in the Salish Sea, our frequency bells are friends over at UVIC CFUV and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. It's handy in case you can't get our radio signal. Live streams and lots of podcasts ready for you. My name is Gak, and I'll be giving your ears a quality wash and rinse for the next two hours, and towards the end, whip out something sharp and give you the closest shave in town. Phone number for the station for those using live is 604-822-2487. That spells out 604-UBC-CITR. Do keep it short and sweet to the point, since we are mixing everything live. And sometimes your generous host trips over himself quite easily. You can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook. And kind of Tumblr. I really have to sort of dig that up again, although Tumblr... Perhaps it's me, but it's turned a bit of a wasteland. Nah. You can follow me on Twitter, at 100air. Since you can follow CITR on Twitter as well, too, at CITR Radio. Remember to double the R. And then on Instagram, I am myopic man. So if you're a regular listener, specifically a podcast subscriber... A couple of weeks ago, we did have a hard drive issue that uh, caused weirdness to unfold. Normally two-hour episode, and this one devoted to Ennio Morricone, Finland, and other bits of recent travel, uh, was collapsed in about one hour in very choppy, staticky senses. So tech folks are investigating what's going on. Might have to dig up something off the logging server. A little bit more lo-fi, but a little less chop and cut as it were. So in the background, this is the Kronos Quartet from their 2009 album Floodplain. This is Hold Me, Neighbor, in This Storm. And it's a 20-plus minute piece composed by the Serbian Alexandra Vrebolov. And eventually you'll hear national instruments like the stringed gusel, with the double drum known as the tapan. And so far, Kronos Quartet have two releases this year. One called Folk Songs, Features Sam Amadon, Olivia Cheney, Rhiannon Giddens, and then Natalie Merchant. That's part of a 50th celebration of the non-such label. And then most recently, a little something called Ladilikan, featuring the supergroup from Southern Mali, Trio de Kali. It's a trio featuring vocals, balafone, and bass Nagoni. So Kronos Quartet will be in town tomorrow as they're providing the live score to a screening of The Green Fog. That's a Guy Madden film, whereby Alfred Hitchcock's 1958 film Vertigo is reimagined using found footage from other films, be they classics, noirs, 
And then there's some documentaries, vintage TV, and other experimental curios. At which point Vertigo turns into a parallel universe version. And the Kronos Quartet will be performing Jacob Garchix's soundtrack live. It's touted to feature some unusual instrumentation, which isn't out of the norm for the long-standing San Francisco-based Seattle-formed quartet. Co-directing The Green Fog with Madden was Evan and Galen Johnson, who helped assemble the footage for what stands as a unique film, originally intended for the closing gala of the recent San Francisco International Film Festival, and now making its only Canadian performance during the Vancouver International Film Festival. And Evan and Galen Johnson will be present with the Kronos Quartet for The Live Fog tomorrow, Tuesday, October 10th, 8 p.m. at the Centre. Tickets are going fast. They start at $35. They do go up to $55, depending on where you want to sit and what's commonly known now as the West Lake Church. So we'll talk a little bit more about Vancouver International Film Festival, or VIF, since it does close this Thursday. There's still various screenings happening throughout town. And as to be expected, some of the more popular screenings will probably get a rescreening next week. So one recent tradition Exploding Hit Movies has had for October is a chance to explore more horror realms. So for the rest of the month, we'll be coming up with ways to make you cringe and scream, as opposed to our standard weekly way of doing it, which involves me in one way or another showing up and making things painful. So we're going to hear excerpts from a Broadway musical that has blood rolling down the aisles, and that's Stephen Sondheim and... Oh, God, I lost the other guy's name. Wheeler is his last name. It's unfortunate that sometimes I just take the musician as opposed to the lyricist. Da-da-da, I have it written down. Hugh Wheeler. Both of them did a little something that we know as Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. So we're going to listen to selections from... This adaptation of the Victorian era Penny Dreadful, starting with the original 1979 Broadway cast recording, the 2005 revival with some reorchestration, and then from Tim Burton's 2007 film adaptation. So I'm going to keep it chronological throughout, so everything's Victor Neat. And uh, as originally mentioned last week, that was what I was going to present to you as a profile, but based on what happened in Edmonton and particularly in Las Vegas, it didn't seem appropriate at the time. But now it is. Definitely autumn is in the air. So hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving. We started the show off with a little something from Bob's Burgers, uh, animated series on Fox that uh, has definitely taken Thanksgiving as its holiday to celebrate. Because most of the time with animation, you expect Christmas specials. The Simpsons definitely latched on to Halloween. I think Bob's Burgers at this point has taken that Thanksgiving to be their own. So from the episode from season three, An Indecent Thanksgiving Proposal, we heard Bob's Burgers, particularly John Roberts and H. John Benjamin, together with Kill the Turkey. The band The National has done a little low-key cover of that. And season eight of Bob's Burgers just started, and a movie was just announced due in 2020. And the Bob's Burger music album came out this year through Sub Pop, featuring music from the first six or seven seasons and it does include Lauren Bouchard, the creator, and his ukulele theme. 
After Bob's Burgers, we heard A Tribe Called Red with their 2014 song detailing their conflicted opinion on Thanksgiving. And it samples Christina Ricci's speech as Wednesday Adams from the 1993 film Adam's Family Values, where she's playing Pocahontas at a summer camp and gets revenge on all the waspy kids by actually taking Thanksgiving for what happened. The song we heard was Burn Your Village to the Ground. Now, it's not to say the explorers didn't dine well with the indigenous peoples when they came, be they in the 16th century with the English and the French here, in either Upper or Lower Canada, or then the 17th century with the pilgrims. And for those of you who are curious, Canadian Thanksgiving, up until 1957, hopped around all around the calendar, since uh, usually it was a parliamentary decree when it was time to give thanks based on various things going on, royalty dying, famine ending, other quality events, but now we know it as the second Monday in October. So, in the past, imagine Thanksgiving in April, June, or November, or then skipping every year. So hopefully, you had a good extended long weekend, whether you managed to get out and hadn't spent it with family, or whether you spent it solo, or at least with some friends in some capacity. Now, Thanksgiving songs remain quite rare beasts, and every year I try to dig up a few. Uh, I've managed to find a few more this time around, so... But, as you can imagine, some of the songs do involve turkeys. And we're going to kick things off with The Happiest Guys in the World, which features some of the staff of the Tarkin record label. And they have one song which appears on a 1997 compilation, the Tarkin Records All-Star Holiday Extravaganza, which uh, aligns more with Christmas, because, well, there are Christmas songs up the wazoo. And, of course, in the States... They celebrate Thanksgiving late in November. And I bet you wish you were this happy. So this will be the international holiday of Thanksgiving by the happiest guys in the world here on Exploding Head Movies. Live from the realms of Studio A in the cozy station that you know as CITR. 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Not just for the USA You can celebrate it every day And everywhere Thanks to the Indians Who sold us all this land For coats to keep us warm In the coming winter As the years went by, their crops, they 
BC Careers Day and Graduate and Professional Schools Fair is happening on October 18th and 19th from 11 to 5 p.m. in the AMS Student Nest and features over 150 exhibitors for you to connect with to explore current or future employment, academic, or involvement opportunities. To help you prepare for this event, the Center for Student Involvement and Careers is holding Learning Labs on October 16th and 17th to ensure that you are ready to impress exhibitors on the day of the event. For more information, visit students.ubc.ca and search for Career Fair. Stretch by Grady O'Neill and the Bellatones, followed by Dragnet by Ray Anthony, Heartaches by Ted Weems and his orchestra, the James Bond theme by Billy Strange, and the Hunch by Mad Mike, and the Mix! I don't have to add too much to that, except those last three songs he mentioned were not played at all. But yeah, from 1958, Grady O'Neill and the Bellatones with Turkey Neck Stretch. 
Don't have too much detail in the life of Neil, but the Bell label was headed up by uh, Johnny Pesateri. Originally out of Franklin, Louisiana, and all the other Bella roster was filled with Cajun musicians like himself, but it's based out of San Jose in California. And that was taken from a Lux Interior hosted a show called The Purple Knife Show back in 1984. Lux Interior, a late, great vocalist, the band you know as The Cramps. And WFMU, the great station of Hoboken, New Jersey, has uh, various compilations that The Cramps have done over the years. Usually with a Halloween spirit in mind, because The Cramps definitely were kind of spooky at times. Behind me, this is the great Vince Guaraldi, and from Volume 1 of The Lost Cues from the Charlie Brown TV specials, this is his Thanksgiving theme. I did a profile of California jazz pianist a couple Christmases ago in honor of the then 50th anniversary of the first Charlie Brown special. Always joyful to hear. I think it's still up on the podcast server. Just go to CITR, look up Exploding Head Movies, and look for Garaldi. Should be December 2015. We've got one more turkey-related track here. This goes not as far back as time as the turkey neck stretch. Features some early sounds from a band mostly known in the 90s, so we're going back to 1981 here. Back in 1978, 15-year-old Jarvis Cocker headed up a band called uh, Arabicus Pulp. And uh, he passed a demo tape to the BBC DJ John Peel when he was traveling through Sheffield. And based on that tape, he managed to get an illustrious Peel recording session. Of course, his pulp shifted genres throughout the 80s until locking into their new wave glam sound in the 90s. They did return to record more Peel sessions, and all those were compiled in 2006 as an album. But from 1981, this is Pulp from their first Peel session with the Turkey Mambo Mama.
Hey, did you know? More than 4,500 Canadians are waiting for an organ transplant right now. Right now. 4,500. People are dying. And you could save a life. 90% of Canadians say they're willing to donate their organs. But only a few are registered. So what are you waiting for? Get registered. It's easy and it's free. Leave a legacy. Be a hero. Save, save a life. life. Find out how to register today. Go to kidney.ca.
1979, that was France Jolie, the radio edit of her song Playboy, found on her debut album, originally self-titled, but it was eventually renamed to Come To Me after her big disco hit. Jolie was a big part of the Montreal music scene in the late 70s, something I profiled back in August as a celebration of Canada's 150th. That was my time to dig up a whole bunch of Canadian disco. One of my more recent favorite shows, as it turned out. Now, part of the reason we picked that, well, when we think about Playboy, to tie into Hugh Hefner, the editor-in-chief for the magazine he founded in 1953, and then turned into a lifestyle, died the September 27th. Some combination of cardiac arrest, respiratory failure, and then sepsis. He was at the age of 91. Based on how the sexual revolution happened in the 50s and 60s, Playboy definitely made its mark in that sense. And of course, once Hefner moved into the Playboy West mansion after moving from his Chicago home to L.A., became known for sort of advocating the lifestyle there, but his legacy is highly mixed, to say the least. Everything that's tied into freedom of expression, ability to uh, allow neglected people, let's say, to have their voice. For instance, he allowed uh, La Vietnam Vets to publish for free ads in their ma- his magazine. Otherwise, he was a big advocate for gay marriage and other rights on that sense. Some playmates spoke of his wide array of interests and the support he provided to them, along with the friends as well. But, of course, others did feel highly manipulated and controlled. And the Playboy Mansion definitely fell into high decrepitness, highly dilapidated over the past little while as Hefner got older. He was allowed to live in that mansion after selling it last year. Doesn't need it as such anymore now. So, whatever you feel about it, he made his mark in pop culture, good and bad. He was 91 years old. In the background, this is Chet Faker, and this is the Sleep D remix of Love and Feeling, and you find this on a 12-inch from Australia in 2012 called Bacon. At this point, Chet Faker is known as Nick Murphy, and he plays a sold-out show at the Vogue tonight, and by all looks of it, also tomorrow, Tuesday, October 10th. As Timber Concerts and Golden Voice Canada present Nick Murphy, formerly known as Chet Faker, along with guests Charlotte Carden, and the Heathered Pearls as part of the Missed Link Tour. Doors are already open now. Show starts at 8 p.m. If you are going to tomorrow's show, the doors open at 7. And it is an all-ages show. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And this week marks the final week of the 36th Annual Vancouver International Film Festival. And I'll talk some about the films coming up in between songs. And this one strikes a little close to home for me, but it will sound pretty familiar to the most of us living in this country, too. It's called Sami Blood, and it's a co-production by Sweden, Denmark, and Norway. Originally came out last year and explores the plight of the Sami community in northern Scandinavia, which also extends into Finland and the colonial oppression towards what was previously known as Laplanders in the 1930s as the nomadic reindeer herders were sent to boarding schools, losing their culture, 
dealing with attacks by racist brethren. Which sounds very much like what happened in Canada, the residential school system here. Part of Sami blood does feature the actual southern Sami language, which only has 500 speakers now. So Sami blood screens tomorrow, Tuesday, October 10th at 6.15 at the Vancouver Playhouse. Tickets for that are going fast. Otherwise, this Thursday, October 12th, 11.15 a.m. at an International Village Theatre 10. Tickets are only available. Standby. Otherwise, coming back to town, Blue Hawaii. Montreal synth-pop duo of Raphael Standell Preston, also with the band's braids, along with Alex Agor Cowan. And uh, they're part of the Live and Celebrities Underground tour with Switch DJs, Sid Waz, Donna Crooner, and Roxy Motorola's Blueprint, Blueprint Live, and Celebrities present Blue Hawaii this Saturday, October 14th. Doors open at 10. Tickets are available for $12 before service charges. They're available online or then at Beat Street Records, Zulu Records, Red Cat Records, both Maine and Hastings, and then Neptune Records. As a 19-year-older show, curfew is 2 a.m. Their second album, Tenderness, came out recently, and the song has been one of the standouts on that. This is Blue Hawaii with Versus Game.
Are you interested in indigenous issues? Are you down with decolonization? Do you have something to say or have a topic to share? We have just the thing. Join UBC's first ever Indigenous Radio Collective. We're a team of Indigenous and non-Indigenous people. I'm Niska from my mother. From the Taltan Territory. I'm a settler from Washington State. I'm from the Qualcomm and Musqueam First Nations. I am Kicho Indigenous from Saraguro, Ecuador. We broadcast from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded land of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Whatever you want to talk about, we're into it. Everyone is welcome, no experience necessary. Unceded Airwaves airs Mondays from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Unceded Airwaves. We want to hear your story. Hello, we are UBC Dance Club, one of the largest and oldest clubs on campus. We offer classes taught by professionals for complete beginners in Latin and standard ballroom dancing. Come check us out and learn how to wow your friends, meet new people, and dance the stress from classes away. Check out our website www.ubcdanceclub.com and find us on Facebook at UBC Dance Club. Hey, drum.
Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum. Hey drum.
New music from Daphne from the sophomore release Jolamai, which came out last week. That was, as you probably guessed, Hey Drum. Daphne is the second alias of Dan Snaith, formerly of Dundas, Ontario. We know him mostly for Caribou. Those of us of a certain age do remember the time when he was Manitoba. And Daphne is his more danceful-oriented alias. And recently, as in a few weeks back, Daphne released a Fabric Live mix that now, as we know, marked as a preview of this new album, since a whole bunch of unreleased Daphne songs are included there mixed with other acts. And uh, overall, sounds outstanding. Behind me, this is Babe Rainbow from the 2014 cassette music for one piano, two pianos, and more pianos from 2014. This is the original version of Car Ambient Number 1. Babe Rainbow is the alias of Cameron Reed, who some of us in Vancouver remember as being the former music waste programmer. But now he's a marketing and label manager at Arts and Crafts Label. And compared to his earlier electronic efforts, a little bit more ambient and down-tempo work here. Quality stuff. Vancouver National Film Festival time again, and let's talk one of the documentaries that's uh, screening. And uh, this one's called Louise Le Cavalier in Motion. It talks about the dancer who was part of the radical uh, Montreal dance company La 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 Human Steps since the early 80s. But throughout her career, along with dance, she toured with Frank Zappa and David Bowie, becoming a true icon of contemporary dance. And uh, Louise Le Cavalier in Motion explores her electric energy, her dedication, along with her inventiveness over the years. Conveniently, there's a screening happening right now at the uh, SFU Gold Corp Theater, but there is one more screening that can happen after I say the appropriate words. And tickets for this are going fast. So this Wednesday, October 11th, at 11 a.m. at the Van City Theater, Louise Le Cavalier in motion. Also coming to town, Tay Shi, the alias of Buenos Aires Argentinian Valerie Taysher. Although she's lived in Bogota, Boston, and then here in Vancouver for a time before settling in New York for a music career. And then MRG Concerts West presents Tay Shi along with special guests this Thursday, October 12th, and she'll be at the Biltmore Cabaret. Doors open at 8 as a 19 and older show. Tickets are available early for $16.50, and they will be $18 at the door. Tishi also has a show this Wednesday, October 11th at Sugar in Victoria. After a series of singles and EPs that came out over the past few years, her debut album, Crawl Space, came out in 2017. And this is the one song's off of it. This is Tishi with Keep Running.
Canada's first and longest-running international art book fair is back, baby. The Vancouver Art Book Fair returns to the Vancouver Art Gallery, opening with a members preview and reception on October 13th. The fair runs from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday, and it is totally free and open to the public, showcasing the work of over 100 publishers and artists through exhibitor booths, hourly talks, performances, and artists' projects. So come to the Vancouver Art Gallery October 13th to 15th if you want to see books, magazines, zines, chapbooks, and print ephemera from New York, Toronto, Montreal, Countess, Mexico City, Dubai, Stockholm, and so many more places. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
That song was recorded in 2005. It was intended to simulate a 1980s power ballad. And it was designed purely for a production music library, which, if you're not familiar with, is the idea that if you're working on a TV series or a film, you have access to a commissioned spot where you can pick music based on genre, style, feel, mood, instrumentation. And you can just drop music in that you can't find elsewhere just because it's already been purchased and licensed as such. So a 15-second segment of that song appeared in a Teen Titans Go cartoon from 2014. Just as a quick little throwaway joke to fill in time for a shorter episode. But somehow, once the fan base for that started picking on it, all they kept doing was asking, what song was that? And it took on a life as its own. As a result, another episode in 2015 went deeper into the song since it provided the fuel for the character Cyborg to keep going. And that band is known as B-E-R, taking some initials there. Of Carl Burnett, Frank Enia, and William J. Regan. That was the original version of The Night Begins to Shine. In the wake of its popularity, it was released as a single in 2015. But it's taken on a life of its own, because this year, a four-part episode went deeper into not just the song itself, but its entire aesthetic. Since uh, the entire mythology is built up around it and uh, associated with power ballads, some of the wild 80s poster art excess. So... Another single came out with that that included the song, and at some point later this year, we're going to deal with some of the covers of The Night Begins to Shine. Teen Titans Go. In the background here, this is Project Pablo off of last year's One for Some EP for the Royal Oak label. This is No Rush. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory here from UBC campus. If you can't listen to us on your terrestrial radio, or perhaps your crystal wireless, if you got that in here, check us out online, www.citr.ca. We'll eventually get into Sweeney Todd. Of course, there's one obvious thing that'll pop up as a result of a Vancouver connection, but uh, let's keep talking about the International Film Festival going on right now. And uh, another documentary that's out, tied to music, is Where You're Meant to Be. It's about former Arab strap singer Aidan Moffat and his efforts to take old classical Scottish folk songs for more modern palettes and then tour throughout rural Scotland. However, he comes up with a force of nature in 79-year-old folk singer Sheila Stewart, whose Romany roots can be traced back to the 12th century and her calls on cultural appropriation. So there's a mixture of Scottish humor and a deep musical vein that pop out throughout director Paul Fegan's debut. Where You're Meant to Be screens tomorrow, Tuesday, October 10th at 8.45 at the International Village 8. Tickets are available through standby. Otherwise, this Thursday, October 12th at 11.45 a.m. at the Van City Theater. Tickets for that are going fast, according to the website. VIFF.org. 
There you can catch the full calendar of events that's going on. In case I screw up, you can actually catch when things are being screened. And the wide way of platforms. Wide array. Uh, I better call Wajo about that. Yeah, vif.org. That'll tell you the truth about what is screening as part of the festival, which again ends this Thursday. Up next, well, Arcade Fire did put out a fifth album this year called Everything Now. And there was plenty of excitement towards the lead up of it, but in their ironic twist of fate, their social media fuss with an album that critiques social media ran into the idea that the Montreal Act satire couldn't outrun what they've been pushing there. So they've had to apologize for some of the stunts they've put on. All in good fun at first, but seems like some days they're acquiring a U2 level of sense of humor. Good news is with everything now that there's been a lot of acclaim for it. And some of the production there features Thomas Bangalter of Daft Punk, Steve Mackey of Pulp, who we did not hear earlier in Turkey, Mambo Mama, and then Jeff Barrow of Portishead. Definitely curious to see how all this translates live. It's Live Nation and uh, everything now presents Arcade Fire on the Infinite Content 2017 tour with guests Fantogram. And that's this Saturday, October 14th at the Pacific Coliseum. Show starts at 7.30. Tickets are available, but uh, they're starting at $48 now, going up to 114 depending on what kind of VIP package you want. So, from everything now, this is the Arcade Fire with Electric Blue.
CITR Radio, Discorder Magazine, and the UBC First Nations and Indigenous Studies Program present the first event in a speaker series partnership between FNIS and CITR, funded by UBC's Equity Enhancement Fund. Saga Hawawin lands overflow into the spatial otherwise with Karen Recolette. The talk will discuss the celestial movement practices in Spine of the Mother, a performance collaboration choreographed by Star Moronko. Cherokee Mohawk rapper Dio Gandhi's song Pussy Vortex and the sonic and digital aqueous work of Nahio Métis artist Elizabeth La Pensée's Honor Water. The talk is happening Thursday, October 12th at 2 p.m. in Buchanan 315. And now a message from a very excited radio announcer. Oh, uh, sorry. I mean, Just for Laughs. Just for Laughs presents the Alternative Comedy Tour. We gotta get out of here! Featuring star of Silicon Valley, Deadpool, and everything else you like, T.J. Miller. Yeah, I was the star of Yogi Bear 3D, but, uh, I don't need to get into that. With special guest, Flight of the Concords, Reese Darby. I probably shouldn't be doing this. It's a risk. And hosted by Nick Vatterai. The Just for Laughs Alternative Comedy Tour at the Vogue Theater, November 17th. On sale now at Ticketfly.com. For details, check Metro News or go to hahaha.com slash alternative. This has been a message from Just for Laughs Alternative Comedy Tour. From 1965, with the B-side from the Standing on the Corner single that was Dorothy Berry, with Shindig City. That's a good way of marking off that Shindig version 34 starts tomorrow. 
And that's CITR's annual Battle of the Bands. It returns with 27 bands as they feast each other three at a time every Tuesday for the next nine weeks. That was once called Pat's Pub, but it's now the Hastings Mill Brewing Company at 403 East Hastings. Each night, there will be one winner. So after the Christmas break, those nine winners will face each other during the semis before the last three meet in the finale towards the end of January, beginning of February. Their prizes galore for the bands performing, including recording time and special live appearances, just to name at least two big things. Past shindig bands, but not necessarily winners, include Japan Droids, The Organ, Three Inches of Blood, Hermetics, War Baby, And as always, Jokes for Beer. Host Andy Resto guides you every Tuesday night. And as usual, we've had CITR DJs spin some music in between sets and after Shindig itself. And behind me, this is one of tomorrow night's participants in night one of Shindig. They're Mien's. From this year's challenger, this song is Jabar. They'll be up against modern day poets. And this is Sylvia Platters. One of those names you look at and say, huh, why has there not been a band named after that? Now, Shindig was in the news recently for other matters. Not our Shindig, but the original ABC variety show from the 60s. It was created by producer Jack Good, an actor known for his prim and proper acting, but very enthusiastic about the so-called vulgar music of rock and roll that the teens liked. And as a Brit, he was able to pass the British invasion on to ABC in 1964 as he presented the Beatles in a repackaged show for U.S. crowds. And his shindig lasted two years before he left. It got canceled and it got replaced by Adam West's Batman. Now, Good was still active in the English music and art scene until 1997. And Good died in Oxfordshire this past September 24 at the age of of 86 as the next song tried leaking out there now live in town this week along with everyone I've mentioned so far and perhaps a few more it is the British musician Kate Stables although she's originally from Bristol she spends most of her time in Paris now and she records under the alias of This Is The Kit and the Cobalt proudly presents This Is The Kit with guest Skyway Man this Wednesday October 11th at Cobalt on Main Street near the Viaduct. Doors at 8 show starts at 9. Tickets start at $15, which you can either get online or at Red Cat Main, Red Cat Hastings, and Neptune Records. From her latest release, this will be the title track. This is the kit with Moonshine Freeze. change sets in we are separate as the game begins we are separate some strings slackening others giving in change sets in cycles of three triangles are tricky cycles of three triangles are tricky cycles of three triangles are tricky as the change sets in we are one again as the game begins 
Stroke Foundation Club. Here at HSF, we aim to promote health and wellness, provide financial and volunteer support for the Heart and Stroke Foundation of BC and Yukon, and foster interest in cardiovascular disease research. If you want to be part of an amazing community of heartthrobs, learn more at www.ubchsf.com. Across an ocean 
So last week around this time, we weren't exactly sure what was going on with that man there. But towards the end of my show, once it aired, news finally did come out that after a massive cardiac arrest and being declared brain dead and then taken off life support, Thomas Earl Petty passed away at the age of 66. And from his soundtrack to the 1996 film, She's the One, We heard Angel Dream, number four. Tom Petty was born in Gainesville, Florida in 1950. And uh, as part of the Florida scene, he ended up forming a band that eventually was called Mud Crutch. And they tried putting out a few singles, moved to California in the early 70s to make their way through. But things didn't pan out with that as expected. Tom Petty was given a solo career, but a lot of the Mud Crutch folks stuck around and uh, made their own little music. Eventually, Tom Petty hired them and called them the Heartbreakers. And from the mid-70s onwards, he built up, or they built up their profile to become an interesting band, just in the way they navigated the lines, because they definitely were a southern band, but they were inspired by punk and new wave. And they almost sort of were the last classic rock band. Of course, at the time, classic rock did not exist. All these bands were mashed together. But in the 80s, he capitalized on MTV. And ended up joining an all-star band called the Traveling Wilburys, featuring uh, Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, George Harrison, Jeff Lynne, who later became his solo producer. And he was always one of those rock-steady guys. Music throughout. My favorite thing that I found out. He appeared on the It's Scary Shandling show in the late 80s. And he was the voice of Lucky from the cartoon King of the Hill. 
As we got a little bit more Tom Petty for you later on the show. In the background, this is Toronto's Autobahn, and from last year's Of the Tree, this is part two of Primrose Princess. And uh, we'll leave Viff aside for now. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. As new features go, Breathe is scored by Nitin Sani, and that's coming out with the rest of Saraband. Carter Burwell, the guy who works with a lot of the Coen Brothers movies, he did the music for the Winnie the Pooh-inspired Goodbye, Christopher Robin. That's out through Sony Classical. Cliff Martinez is back, and he did the music for The Foreigner. That's out through Sony Masterworks. And then uh, on the B-movie side, Jeff Harriet, S. Craig Zoller, and various artists provide the music for Brawl and Cell Block 99. That's out through Lakeshore Records. The French pianist Sebastien Tele did the music for A Girl is a Gun, and that's out through Record Makers. And Joseph Trapanese did the music for Only the Brave, and that's out through Veressa Sarabin. Re-releases go. There's an expanded limited edition of a thousand copies of John Duprez's music from a fish called Wanda. This is about 30 years old now. That's out through Music Box Records. Matt Quayle is back in the Mr. Robot seats, and volume four of his music is out through Lakeshore Records. And then Pino Dinaggio. His music from Via Degli Specchi. There's a limited edition of 300 units out through Music Box Records. One other band coming to town this week is from Melbourne, Australia. They're known as King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, a wild psych band that seems to put out two albums a year. And they play tonight as Timber Concert presents King Gizzard and the Wizard Lizard, along with guests Tropical. <laughs> Great name. Anyways, I listed discretion is advised based on this bad name. Tropical Fuckstorm. This is at the Commodore Ballroom. Doors are open already. Show starts at 9. You can see the tropical guys do what they need to. If you can get tickets at the door, which I think it's still possible, they're at least $33. It is a 19 and older show. King Gizzard's most recent album is Mirror of the Universe, but we'll go back to 2014 along with the rest of the Lizard Wizard. This is Satan Speeds Up.
Good win in a wrestling match. Lemmy or God? Lemmy. God. Wrong, dickhead. Trick question. Lemmy is God. Power Core. Heavy metal radio decimating eardrums in the lower mainland since 1985. Tune in every Saturday from 1 to 3. We are the UBC Musical Theater Troupe. We aim to provide the joys of musical theater to everyone on campus. Whether it be by participating in our productions, joining our band, or working backstage, we welcome all levels of experience. Check us out on Facebook for more information. codes here. Going back to the mid-60s, that was a production company known as Pepper and Tanner. And they produced a lot of generic radio ads for companies. So that was the Mars Production Library for what some cities used as their barbershop ad if they didn't want to produce their own. So this will lead us towards Sweeney Todd and other music about hair and cuts. It's been in the background here. This is DuckTales. 2011's DuckTales 3, we have Arcade Dynamics. Sorry, that's DuckTales 3, Arcade Dynamics. The song is The Razor's Edge. Actually, you know what? Based on timing right now, we'll skip some of the haircut songs here. We'll get at least in the obvious one song here, but we got one thing to take care of here. Prepare yourselves for the work of the man formerly known as Benjamin Barker. He went mad. Last night, I left the bar. I was thirsty, and I don't drink wine. I was desperate. I needed blood. I turned to the only place I could. The only place that could possibly help me. Hello, Canadian Blood Services. Hello. I need some blood. A. Positive or negative, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, we're all out of A positive and negative. Would you like some O instead? No. No, that won't do. 
Thank you. Good night. Save me. Save yourself. Give blood voluntarily. This message was brought to you courtesy of the Canadian Blood Services and CITR Radio 101.9 FM. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Flashlight dream, peaches and cream delight. Roxy Roller, up job, she gets bubble gum on her knees. Down between the seats, sometimes she'll pass you her keys. Roxy Roller. Featuring original lead vocalist Nick Gilder before he left the band. Leaving eventually a young Brian Adams in charge with weird pitched up voice. And trust me, if you actually listen to songs off of the nice 1977 album, If Wishes Were Horses, yeah, I kind of had to pick this because Brian Adams sounds like he's about five. Anyways, that was the Vancouver glam band Sweeney Todd. 
with their hit talking about famous place on Granville, Roxy Roller. The band broke up in 1978 after Gilder left and they had no idea what to do. Brian Adams, as a chipmunk, didn't really pan out. And uh, hopefully he had a good career after that. Haven't heard from him since. But yeah, Sweeney Todd did reunite, at least with uh, Gilder, in 2000 for a couple shows. Now behind me, this is Atramachina. Production work out of Victoria, BC, and from 2016's, where on earth did it go? Machine Breathing album. This is Dead of Night, Alone. Sweeney Todd takes its name from a penny dreadful from 1850s England and a penny dreadful if you're not familiar of course it's the name of a show right now on Showtime but it's the idea of horror stories that appear in magazines about evil things done in Victoria era England and specific to this story came from a string of pearls telling about a former British sailor by the name of Benjamin Barker who can't find his wife he goes mad try to find her She's been institutionalized, so he thinks. So he sets out his revenge against a judge. And he goes under the alias of a barber. He becomes Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. And it became and inspired a 1970s book. Which I lost here briefly. Da da da. I lost again. Uh, Christopher Bond, actually a 1973 play, but written by him, which was adapted as a musical thriller in 1979 by Stephen Sondheim and Hugh Wheeler. It made its debut on Broadway in 1979, and we're going to listen to two songs by the original cast... One of which you probably know better, perhaps from things like be our guest since she was the voice of the teapot in Disney's production of Beauty and the Beast or perhaps you know her from TV as Murder She Wrote but uh, she was always a vicious actress of sorts Angela Lansbury from the original Broadway cast recording of Sweeney Todd the Demon Barber of Fleet Street this will be the worst pies in London and we'll follow up with uh, the Demon Barber himself <gasps> Why, what you rush, what you hurry? You gave me such a fright, I thought you was a ghost. Half a minute, can't you sit? Sit you down, sit. All I meant is that I haven't seen a customer for weeks. Did you come in for a pie, sir? Do forgive me if it has a little fake. Ugh, what is that? But you think we are the plague? From the way that people keep avoiding, no, you don't. Heaven knows I try, sir. Ugh, but there's no one comes in even to inhale. Right you are, so would you like a drop of ale? Mind you, I can't hardly blame them. These are probably the worst pies in London. I know why nobody cares to take them. I should know and make them. But good, now the worst pies in London. Even that's polite, the worst pies in London. If you doubt it, take a bite. Is that just disgusting? You have to concede it. It's nothing but trust me. You drink this, you'll need it. The worst pies in London. 
And no wonder with the price of meat what it is when you get it. Never thought I'd live to see the day. Men that think it was a treat. Finding poor animals what are dying in the street. Mrs. Mooney has a pie shop. Does a business, but I've noticed something weird. Lately, all the neighbors' cats have disappeared. Have to wind it to a what I call enterprise. Popping pussies into pies. Wouldn't do in my shop. Just a thought of it's enough to make you sick. And I'm telling you, the pussy cats is quick. Now denying times is hard, sir. Even harder than the worst pies in London. The only land and nothing more is than just revolting, all greasy and gritty. It looks like it's molting and tastes like. Well, pity a woman alone with limited wind and the worst fight in London. Ah, sir, times is hard, times is hard. <laughs> Beside you, very sweetly in your yellow hair. I feel Joanna, and one day I'll steal you. Till I'm with you then, I'm with you there, sweetly buried in your yellow background here with the theme to the British TV series The Sweeney. This is the Power Pack Orchestra with their cover from 1986, which appears on their album Crime Busters. If you're curious, The Sweeney comes from Cockney rhyming slang. Since the London Metropolitan Police's equivalent of the SWAT team was known as the Flying Squad. Squad rhymes with Todd. The Sweeney Todd, or just The Sweeney. So for the original cast recording... Of Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, we heard Angela Lansbury as Mrs. Lovett making the worst pies in London. And then we heard Victor Garber, the lovely song Joanna, 
about a woman that he sees from the street and tries to pursue her. Without spoiling too much, Joanna has a relation to Sweeney Todd. Of course, Victor Garber actually plays somebody else, because uh, Luke Len Cariou actually played the poor barber. And uh, his mate on the boat, Anthony, sees Joanna. Guess what? Joanna is Sweeney Todd's daughter. So with Mrs. Lovett, a little bit of a conspiracy unfolds as Todd tries to get back at the judge who kicked him out to sea and apparently had to wave his wife and drove her mad. So we're going to go now with the 2005 revival, which features some new orchestrations by Sarah Davis. It was a double CD which covered some of the songs that were dropped from the previous album recording. Here's the cast with the short version of the Ballad of Sweeney Todd. We'll listen to two more cues midway through the play. But not for long. 
kinds of men and only two. There's a one staying put in his proper place and the one with his foot in the other one's face. Look at me, Mrs. Lovett, look at you. No, we all deserve to die. Even you, Mrs. Lovett, even I. Because the lives of the wicked should be made brief for the rest of us, death will be a relief. We all deserve to die. No one never hug my girl to me. Finished! All right, you, sir, how about a shave? Come and visit your good friend, Sweeney. You, sir, do, sir, welcome to the grave. I will have vengeance. I will have salvation. Who, sir? You, sir? No one in the chair. Come on, come on! Sweeney's waiting. I want you, bleeders. You, sir? Anybody? Gentlemen, now, don't be shy. Not one man. No, not ten men. Nor a hundred can assuage me. I will have you. <laughs> and I will get him back even as he gloats. In the meantime, I'll practice on less honorable throats. And my Lucy lies in ashes. And I'll never see my girl again. But the work waits. I'm alive at last. And I'm full of That's all very well. But all that matters now is him. What are we going to do about him? Later after it's dark, we'll find some secret place and bury him. Well, of course we could do that. I don't suppose there's any relatives going to come poking about looking for him. From the 2005 Broadway revival, featuring Michael Severus as Sweeney Todd. And we heard there, murdering somebody. And then uh, Patty Lapone as Nellie Lovett, trying to find another purpose for the deceased man in light of a meat shortage for her pies. And then uh, Benjamin Magnuson there as Anthony Hope asking Lauren Molina to kiss him. So, what we heard was uh, the ballad of Sweeney Todd, then followed up by Severus and Lapone. Sorry, Magnuson and Molina with Kiss Me, and then Severus and Lapone with The Epiphany. Now, there's currently another revival of Sweeney Todd happening in New York on Broadway itself there. Curious to see how that is. I know there's been touring productions that have come through Vancouver from time and time again. Most recently, 2015. Most of the reviews that I read about that indicated did not go too well. Behind me, this is the opening theme from the 2007 film adaptation as directed by Tim Burton. And Stephen Sondheim wrote some new music, specifically a new opening since the original ballad of Sweeney Todd 
doesn't need to entice the audience in with the plot synopsis because they are already watching. Just looking at the clock here. Some of my plans for what I was going to air after this one song from the 2007 film adaptation. We'll have to skip, so you know what? I will bid you adieu. So that's going to be it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming in five minutes is The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will take you to midnight and beyond. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Thanksgiving Monday. Next week, we'll continue on with our Halloween theme. And it's time to dig up some goblins since the 40th anniversary of Suspiria. The Italian giallo film by Dario Argento is coming out. We'll also dig up some Simonetti music since there is a connection between Goblin and that. Otherwise, we have to pave way for some Kurt Vile, because I've been wanting to do some Bertolt Brechtian type stuff. And then for Halloween itself, it will be the Omen. So, of course, this is Tim Burton, so two of the usual suspects appear here in the song. It sort of darkly plays what happens for the pies. So this will be Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. Not with the same level of vocal control as we heard with the two Broadway productions beforehand, but... The acting comes in a little bit more forefront here. So from Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, this will be a little priest. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. Hopefully you had a good Thanksgiving. You don't have to eat anymore right now. Take it easy. That's all very well. But what are we going to do about him? Later on when it's dark, we'll take you to some secret place and bury him. Oh, yeah. Of course, we could do that. Don't suppose he's got any relatives gonna come poking you looking for you? Seems a downright shame. Shame? Seems an awful waste. Such a nice, plump frame. What's his name? Has. Had. Has. Nor he can't be true. Business needs a lift, debts to be erased. Think of it as thrift, as a gift, if you get my drift. Seems an awful waste. I mean, with the price of meat, what it is, when you get it, if you get it. Good you got it. Take for instance, Mrs. Mooney had a pie shop. Business never better, using only pussy cats and toast. Now what pussy's good for maybe six or seven at the most. And I'm sure they can't compare as far as taste. Mrs. Lovett, what a charming notion. Well, it practical does seem yet appropriate wise. as always. Mrs. Lovett, how I've lived without you all these years, I'll never know. Think how about it. Lots of other gentlemen are soon becoming for a shame. they think of choice, all how rare. The sound of the world out there. What, Mr. Todd? What, Mr. Todd? What is that sound? Those crunching noises pervading the air. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, Mr. Todd. Yes, all around. It's man devouring man, my dear. Then and who are we to deny it in here? These are desperate times, Mrs. Lovett. Desperate measures are called for. Here we are, hot out of the oven. What is that? It's priest. Have a little priest. 
Is it really good? Sir, it's too good, at least. Then again, they don't commit sins or the flesh. So it's pretty fresh. Awful lot of fat. Only where it's sat. Haven't you got poet or something like that? Now you see the trouble with poet is how do you know it's deceased? Try the priest. Lawyer's rather nice. If it's for a price. Order something else out to follow since no one should swallow it twice. Anything that's lean? Well then, if you're British and loyal, you might enjoy Royal Marines. Anywhere it's clean, though of course it tastes of wherever it's been. Is that squire on the fire? You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for the jazz show, the Thanksgiving edition. Do-ba-dee-oo. 